Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. With over $500,000 in contest prize money up for grabs, the NFL is back in action, and so is winning season at MyBookie. Head to MyBookie.ag to choose from a variety of boosts and free bets and get in on the fan-favorite $100,000 Super Contest, which only costs $10 to enter. Pick five games against the spread each week. Each win earns you a point, and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. In order to get started, make your first deposit over at mybookie.ag. Use our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to instantly receive double your deposit. That's right, double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday night. It's the first time we've ever done college football live. What's going on, Sex Panther? Well, first let me say how excited I am to have our first live show. But, you know, in the, in the Everyday Podcast, me and Max have this little banter, and I've dropped a few FUs at Max. And uh, if you guys aren't watching live, which a vast majority of you aren't, but uh, let me just say, Arch, you're an asshole. <laughs> you're, you're forget. Now, if, if the most talked about unhyped shithole of a game last week, UConn, UMass, and Arch is certainly going to wear that banter on this whole create something for this show. <laughs> he, there's some serious sex banter trolling going on. So I'll let you two get it out of your damn system. Glow, pat yourselves on the back, whatever. Fuck you, Yukon Huskies. I'm never betting on you clowns ever again. <laughs> it was Chubby Zebra. <laughs> Chubby Zebra direct messaged me saying we got to come up with something with the UMass. I'm yeah, not surprised. That, that, that's a troll. That, that is. You were, you were gung-ho. You told us how stupid we were last week for taking UMass because they were horrid. And not only did they win the game, they dominated that game. Oof. I I think, Arch, were you on the money line on that one? No, no, I took the points. I wish I was on the money line. Damn. Fantastic. Fantastic. Flying yeah, squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Whatever. <laughs> I, had a losing, it, I had a losing week last week, but that made it all better. I was like, and that nut was glorious. <laughs> 
like a freaking golden nut for chubby zebra. <laughs> All right, you guys have sent me your list. We have a lot of games to get to, a lot of ground to cover, so let's just jump right to it. Sex Panther, your list, top of it. Kentucky, Georgia. Uh, it's Kentucky plus 22.5, Georgia minus 21.5. You know, one of the hardest things to do right now is just to keep swallowing all of these points on the Georgia Bulldogs. But when you look at that, what they've done this season, I just cannot find a, ch- a chink of their armor. I mean, this team... Even when their quarterback's not healthy, even when the line's not healthy, the offense still can go out and put up 37 points. That defense has not given up more than 13 points in any game this season. I, I get it. Kentucky's undefeated. Kentucky's played really well. But, man, these Bulldogs are on a whole nother level. I've got to eat those points again and drop a 50 spot on the Georgia Bulldogs. Mm, all right. The, the, the lines dropped a couple points. Um, Georgia, 5-1 and one against the spread this year, but so is Kentucky. Uh, we said it probably, what, three weeks ago where we, we we said Georgia was the best team in the country, and I think they're proving it to be true. I think I heard that they've given up one rushing touchdown and one passing touchdown all season. Oh. I mean, the defense is sick. When you're giving up 21 and a half points and the total is only 44 and a half to an 11th ranked undefeated team, that's ridiculous. Georgia, I, I, I can't play it, but if I was going to lean some way, I'd lean on Georgia until they prove me wrong. They've covered games by 14.7 points per game this year. That's mammoth. Oh my God! Yeah, now I'm leaning Georgia with you. It's just, I just don't, I just don't eat that kind of chalk. I just can't do it. It's not in my makeup. Uh, they're going to stumble at some point because they've the the books have got to juice it to you know high enough where it's not just an automatic. I don't know if it's this weekend, but I'll lean Georgia with you. All right, next up on the list, Pittsburgh, Virginia Tech, uh, Hokies at home plus five. Uh, it's got a little worse for Pittsburgh. It was four and a half yesterday when I wrote it down. You know, we we looked at the Hokies when they played Notre Dame, and Notre Dame was fortunate enough to get out of there. But I don't know if that's a very good measuring stick for the Hokies. I think that the reality is that the Fighting Irish aren't that good. And when you look at the Hokie schedule up and down, they haven't played a very tough schedule, and they haven't been that productive on either side of the ball. When you look at Pittsburgh, this is a team nobody's talking about, but it's a really good team, particularly on the offensive side. I think they can go into Blacksburg and cover the five points. I'm going to put a 50 spot on the Panthers. I like where you're going with that. I like your thought process, but I'm going to, I'm, I've got a total on this game. Virginia Tech's supposed to have a good defense, gives up 32 last week to an average Notre Dame offense. Pittsburgh's offense is not average. They've put up 51, 41, 41, 77, Granite B, New Hampshire, and 52 points this year. I don't understand why the total's dropping a little bit. I look, I see it started at 58. It's down to 57, 56, I 56. think. 56. Yeah, I, I don't know why it's going the other direction. I don't, I don't see anything that tells me that it should be going that way. I'm playing this game not on the side. I'm playing Pittsburgh. Virginia Tech over the 56 for, let's make mine 25. Let's go to a $25 unit now. Inching up now. I like it. I like it. Maybe not on the total, but (laughs) I like that you're inching up your bets. I'm leaning Pittsburgh in this one. The the five, it's close. I almost have it there, but I can't quite get over the hump. So it's a lean for me on Pittsburgh. 
Going next on Panthers list, we've got Rice and UTSA. You're really going off road on this one. It looks like uh, UTSA minus 17 and a half. I'm kind of wondering if Vegas just doesn't know what to do with UTSA. If you remember, uh, it was the last week or maybe two weeks ago, they were an underdog uh, against Western Kentucky. And we sit here scratching our heads going, what's going on? UTSA is the much better team. And we money lined that, got that one outright. Again, we're in a situation where the Roadrunners are the much better team. You look at Rice's schedule up and down. They, they got, they've got a couple wins, but they're really against – some really piss poor competition. When you step up in competition, Rice is getting handed. I mean, they're getting blown out of the water. I think San Antonio is much better competition for the Owls. I'm kind of concerned that that number was 18 and a half when I had it. Here's 17 and a half now, but I'll take that gift. I think the Roadrunners do cover this, so I'll put a 50 spot on the Roadrunners. I think Vegas is is playing the public on this one. I'm not going to play this game. I'm going to lean Rice. The reason I say that is you got an undefeated team that most people in America haven't ever heard of. But they're yeah, they're undefeated, but their wins have been by 7 take out Lamar, 14, 3, 7 and 6. They don't blow anybody out. And I think that's going to be the case again this week. UTSA gets the win. I, I probably by two touchdowns. I can't go up to that number. I, I lean rice in this game. I love it. I love it. I'll, I'll take a lean in, in your support. Panther run opposite sides on this one. I think rice can keep it within 17 and a half. I'll give you the minus 17. I'll take this plus 17 and a half. Man, is this close and it's dropping. I think zebra nailed it on the head. I think this is probably a 14 point game at, at best. So give me rice 50 bucks plus 17 and a half. All right, moving on, we are looking at Panthers' favorite team, one of his favorite teams, Alabama, Mississippi State. Uh, Alabama on the road, minus 17. Yeah, you know, after the Florida game, we're like starting to think in, is Alabama mortal? Have they found some vulnerabilities? Then they go and lose to a Texas A&M team who struggled against Colorado, lost to Arkansas, and then, you know, just scored almost at will against the Crips of Tide. Mike? Takeaway from Alabama right now is the two times that they've struggled, both times they were on the road. They're on the road again this week against a team that can put up a ton of points. I think Mississippi State can keep this game closer than 17 points. I'm going to take Mississippi State as a double dip here. I'm going to take Mississippi State plus 17. And I also like the total on the over. I think this is another one of those games. I think we easily get into the 60s. Both these teams can score. I expect a lot of scoring, so I'm going to put another 50 on the over. This was a game that I looked at and looked at pretty hard. I, I like your play on the over. I, I think this game could be pushing that total early third quarter. The thing that scared me off this game was the fact that the last five times Alabama has lost, Nick Saban is 5-0 and straight up, winning games by an average of 24.8 points, and they're 5-0 <laughs> and against the spread, covering those games by 11.2 off through their last five losses. He does something that gets these guys pissed off after losses, and they come out and smoke people. So I was leaning Mississippi State. That's the, those statistics got me off that game. But I like your play on the over. I'll lean on the over, but um, I lean Bama just because of those stats. Yeah, I'm going to lean Bama in this one. I had them 
mostly covering the 17. I think you're right, though. After a loss, I think Nick Saban, I think they mess with the uh, logbook on how long they practice. <laughs> I think I think they practice a little bit longer than the NCAA allows after a loss. And I'll lean the over with you, Panther. I like I like uh, those places. Not quite enough. Uh, Air Force and is, Air Force is going to the blue turf. Look at that, Boise State. Uh, Boise State at home minus three and a half, or you can catch Air Force plus four. And this game really has me somewhat concerned. I don't think Air Force is really good. Their best win was against a really bad Navy team. Boise State pulled off that that huge win against BYU last week, and now they're at home. And they, I had them at four. Now the three and a half. It's getting better for them. Like. Uh, this game, uh, as far as the Vegas line goes, it, it actually stinks to high heaven. I think Boise should probably be closer to seven or eight. I'm not sure if there's an injury or something I'm missing here, but I definitely like Boise here. I'm a little nervous about it because the line just seems a little suspect, but I'll put a 50 spot on the Broncos. I, I can't figure out Boise State. They lose at home to Oklahoma State. Then they go on the road to Utah State and smoke them. They come home, lose to Nevada at home. Then they go to undefeated BYU and win the game. Now they're home again. I don't know what to do with this game. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stay off it and give Panthers some moral support. Okay. Well, I, I unfortunately am not giving you moral support. I'm taking the Air Force. Uh uh, Air Force Falcons, uh, 50 bucks plus the four. I think uh, I think the team that fucked me over with SMU can fuck over Boise State now. You know, I'd like to open a book right now and let you guys play each side of it because I'd be getting $5 juice on these last two games. from. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, BYU is going to Baylor. This one opened up four and a half. It is now six now. Baylor minus six. Oh, maybe even six and a half. You know, they're making a big deal. I think if you look at Baylor's statisticals and the scores everybody's making a big deal about Baylor's offense and maybe they found their their rhythm but when you look at that schedule and that level of competition they've gotten fat really fat off of a really really bad schedule BYU I, I still can't figure out what happened last week I think they're the better team against Boise but man they just couldn't get out of their own way BYU is Getting six and a half. I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna take the six and a half, but I'm dangerously close to even money line in this game. Mm. I think I think the Fighting Mormons go into Waco and take care of business, but I'll take the sixty half, uh, six and a half, fifty bucks on BYU. Be a good game to watch, not a good game to bet. I might take it in on the television, but not in the pocketbook. No play here. You know, it it's not out of the realm of possibility that BYU wins. I do have uh, Baylor winning, but n- not consistently. It's a little too wild of a game. I'm off the game, but if you took the BYU money line, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't tell you it's a bad play necessarily. All right, yeah, oh, go ahead. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to. I'm taking my points. <laughs> I just need a damn win. I just need a damn win, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mississippi, Tennessee, next up, uh, Tennessee at home. Plus two and a half, everyone's favorite number. Uh, two and a half, I know it's your favorite number. This is a game that I'm not on a side. I really couldn't get to a side. I'd probably lean Ole Miss here. But what I'm looking at is that 82. That total is 82. And both these teams have only gone over that one time, and that was going against much worse competition than what each other is offering here. I 
Look, we only got to find a couple punts, a couple stops. Like 82 is such a big number. And I know what Zebra said in the past. Vegas puts that number up there because they think they can get there. This isn't the Big 12. This is the SEC. I just can't see 82 with these two teams. I'm going to put a 50 spot on the under. Wow, that's gutsy. Tennessee, two weeks ago, Missouri, 86 points. Last week, South Carolina, 65 points. Old Miss, last week, 103 with Arkansas. They had 63 with Bama, 82 with Tulane, 71 with all. I don't think I can agree with you on that one. If I'm, it's tough number to go over. You're absolutely right. A couple punts here and there, a long drive that 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 results in a field goal. I, I can't do it. I I, I lean over in this game i think you might see 100 in this one no shit man 84 panther i give you under 84 it's gone up unbelievable at 83 yeah i was like i was thinking the same thing let's go uh, let's go under but man it's 84 it's 83 83 and a half some books it just keeps going up scares the shit out of me i'm gonna lean the under but i think you're right i can't get to 84 but uh you know who knows somebody knows something i don't know I mean, that's both teams getting into the forties. Be my luck, this damn thing will be a triple overtime when we go there. But. <laughs> yeah, but you don't get the points in those anymore. They being that starting in the third overtime, you just get two point conversions. So we we don't have those crazy LSU was it LSU Arkansas that one year that oh, went yeah. seven overtimes. Well, right. Well, if, if both teams miss the two pointer, we're going to another overtime. Correct, but you can only score a grand total of four points in the third overtime. Oh, I thought they had to do the touchdown and then and both the two teams points. had to go for That's two. That's the second overtime you have to go for two. Third overtime, teams just alternate two-point conversions until the game's over. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, they, so it that. could still it could still go up to infinity. It could. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Clemson, Syracuse. Next up, Clemson is going to the Dome. Clemson on the road, minus 13 and a half. This is where we start. Oh, I was just saying, I just make sure we have the transition. This is where Zebra takes over. Yeah, Clemp, what's the number on this one right now? Spread is 13 and a half. Total is 45. 13 and a half. It's gone down a little bit since the opening of the 14. Clemson traditionally plays clunkers when they go to Syracuse. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's that stupid dome. I don't know if it's the fact that they got the same colors and they're confused. I don't know what it is, but they've played clunkers in the past. Clemson has not been able to score. They've got 19, 21, 14, and 21 was a double overtime the last three weeks. I I can't see them giving two touchdowns. I'd love to have that 14. In fact, I'd love to buy it up a half a point. But if you're only giving me 13 and a half, I'm on Clemson or I'm on Syracuse plus the 13 and a half. Uh, Clemson 0-5 against the number this year by an average of 12 points. Mm. And on the flip slide, Syracuse is 5-1 against the number by an average of almost 8 points. All trends point to taking taking Syracuse in this one. Let's hope it's not the game Clemson decides to show up on offense. But give me $25 on on Syracuse plus the 13.5. All right. Yeah, I'm giving you a ton of moral support here. I, I was leaning, I was looking at this game. The the thing that came, two things came to mind is Clemson can't be this bad all season long offensively. And two, they had last week off, so they had two weeks to prepare for this game. I kind of expect Clemson to rebound at least offensively. Their defense has been like uh, almost Georgia esque. The defense has been phenomenal. 
but their offense is not giving them any run support. Uh, I'll lean Syracuse. That bye week and two weeks prepare is what kind of scared me off of it. Mm, yeah, I'm going to lean Syracuse with you, Zebra. I just can't quite get there. Uh, I, mean, I, think, I shouldn't yeah. be there. The, the, I mean, I'm getting a bad number compared to what it was when I liked it, but I'm still going to play. All right. Nebraska is going to Minnesota next. Uh, Nebraska minus four. I don't know if you're on the side of the total. It's a Nebraska minus four. Nebraska minus four. You know, when, when this game, when I looked at it at first, I, I was – I was on I was on Minnesota just for the get the home dog, but then again, Nebraska six straight against the against the spread covers since their week one or week zero loss to Illinois. I flip flop back and forth. I put this game down for a play. Since I put it down, I've changed my mind. I'm just I, I can't do it. I can't lay the points on the road. I want to take Nebraska. I'm going to lean Nebraska, but oh. I'm not going to play it as I as I had originally planned. You know, the thing, we, we, we beat up on Nebraska a lot, especially Arch and I think my, this could be Scott Frost last year. But if you really look at how they played, we kind of were scratching our head of why was it so close against Michigan. Well, it was a close game against Michigan. And if you actually look at their two previous losses before then, it was against two ranked teams that they played within one score. So they, they've played their last three ranked teams really close. This Minnesota Gopher team isn't as good as they were last year, even the last couple years. Uh, they're, they're kind of in a rebuild for this year. And the fact that Nebraska is minus four makes me think they are the play. It wasn't a game that I was on, and it's not a game I'm going to add, but I think I'm going to be leaning the Cornhuskers here for the win. I think when the game's over, you're going to be glad you were just leaning Nebraska. Minnesota's going to take them. They're going to do it. I'm going to throw 50 bucks on the Golden Gophers, plus four and a half. Nebraska's going to recess this week. They're going to look more like what we thought they were. All right. Next up. This isn't one of mine. This isn't one of mine. Texas Tech is going to Lawrence, Kansas. Oh, the Jayhawks. Um, Texas Tech. They... I, I don't know why I'm even doing this. I mean, yeah, they can score. They've put up, you know, 30s, high 20s, 30s, 50 against Florida International. But Kansas has just got awful. I, It's not like me to lay points and eat the chalk like the Panther loves to do on a weekly basis. But a team as bad as – this is a play against Kansas more than a play on Texas Tech. I'm going to lay the points – Kansas goes to 0-5-1 against the spread. Give me Texas Tech minus too many points for $25. We lose the Sex Panther. Maybe so. Mute button. For, oh, forgot the go. mute button. There you go. Um, I think the question here is how bad is Texas Tech's defense? They give up about 34 points per game. Can Kansas get like half of that? Can they get to 17? Uh, they, they scored seven twice. Two different games, they only scored seven. Um, the, the Jayhawks are so bad. But at home, I, I, I need them to get to maybe 17, 21, and maybe they cover. I couldn't do it. I, we were talking pre-show. You either bet against Kansas or you just don't bet it at all. This was a no bet for me. I'll give you moral support because I hate the Jayhawks, but I couldn't bet this game. I'll lean Kansas here in this one. It's a lot of points. It's a lot, a lot of points. And everybody in the world knows Kansas sucks. 
So I'm just going to run under the assumption 17 is probably too many. Lean yeah, they, Kansas. I mean, they've lost by more than 17 for four games in a row. So I'm I'm hoping to make it five. Yeah, but our uh, under one and a half bet for Kansas total win seems like it's pretty good, pretty good shape, guys. I almost used the L word, but I won't. <laughs> Some guy named Saxy Maxi says, I dig the Gophers love arch. If they show up the way they did in Colorado, it'll be competitive. Row the boat. All right. Saxy Maxi guy, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. Uh, San Diego State and San Jose State. I was so sure I was on this game, but I'm not. I'm off. I'm off this game. So what do you got, Zebra? Um, again, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a page out of the Panther book and I'm going to, I'm going to eat chalk on the road. San Diego state is a darn good football team. Uh, they, they, I mean, they're, they're five and oh, they, they beat bad teams by a lot of points. They, they did narrowly beat Utah earlier in the year, but San Jose state is not good. They do have a three and three record, but they're they're not i mean they they beat hawaii they beat southern utah they beat new mexico state by 6 it's just not a good football team this is san diego state's year to win the mountain west i think their role continues this week and i will lay the points in san jose i'll take san diego state for 25 dollars a little friday night football action here actually i can't disagree with you the, the wins that San Jose has are not impressive and their losses are but all by over double digits. So I think San Diego state probably can cover a, a 10 point win here. Tons of moral support wasn't a game I'm on. So I'll do you a favor and not jump on it. <laughs> oh boy. I appreciate that. Yeah. I was kind of going your way too, but I got, I got pushed off of it. So I'll lean with you zebra, but you're on your own. Good. <laughs> That's a good thing uh uab southern miss next up uh uab on the road minus 15 and a half they're no they're not are they laying points uab is laying points is that right is that wrong no you are correct because southern miss is god awful okay okay um southern miss this is a play against them as much as it's a play on uab uh southern miss is one in five Straight up, they are one in five against the number. Um, they, they're just not a very good football team that does not play well. I mean, they've been blasted by some teams that aren't really that great. They lost by 24 to Southern Alabama. They got, obviously, their clock cleaned by Alabama. Troy beat them up pretty good. They lose to UTEP. This is a bad football team, and, and you know, Brett Favre's not going to come out of the tunnel and save them. Mm-hmm. Um a page out of Panther book. I'm laying Whoa. points on the road. Oh. Give me the Blazers minus the 16 points. Hey, here you were coming off a winning record last week, and now you're laying all this chalk. Uh, I, I, look, I definitely have them winning, but that's 16, 15 and a half where we're at. That just, it just feels like too many. I, I can't lay that many. So moral support again. Yeah, I'm going to lean Southern Miss here. It's, it looks like too many points. Yeah, it definitely looks like too many points. Uh, just, but just a lean for me. I don't, like, I don't like this play at all. Zero. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, next up, we are going to, if I could type, Purdue. Purdue, or we're going to Iowa. Purdue's going to Iowa. Iowa minus 11 and a half. Iowa minus 11 and a half. I'm going to play the game and the total in this one. And strictly based off of the total, strictly based off a of trend, Purdue is 5 and 0 to the under this year. Iowa's defense is absolutely sick. Purdue might be lucky to get to double digits in this game. So I'm going to go under the small total of 43. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to take Iowa to cover this game. Iowa is 5-1 and one against the spread. They're going to put up enough points in this one. Yes, they got Wisconsin, but it's not for two weeks. So it's not a look-ahead spot. Uh, Kirk Ferentz is going to have the Hawkeyes mm-hmm. ready for this one. They have a shot at the playoffs. I mean, obviously, they're the number two team in the country. They need to win all their games. They're not going to get in with a loss unless it's in the unless it's in the Big Ten title game, and they might not even then. No look ahead, no let up for Iowa. This thing's going to be something around 30 to 7. Give me Iowa minus the points. Give me Iowa Purdue under the total, both for $25. I definitely like the underplay because both of these offenses are kind of Vanilla, I guess, is being kind, but <laughs> you're 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 right about that Hawkeye defense, though. They, I mean, when they turn it on like they did last week and just put it on lockdown, um, they they can absolutely change a game. The question I think for me becomes how how many points does Purdue score? I actually think what twenty to 10, 20 to thirteen, twenty four to thirteen. That that 11, 11 and a half seems to be lurking right around the number I think it would be. Uh, I'll, I'll lean Purdue plus the points, but a no play. I had three question marks by this game, and I'm just going to just lean it. I'm just going to lean Iowa. I, I like that play an awful lot. I'm almost there with you. It's so close, but I can't do it. I'll, I'll lean Iowa with you. Man, you're going to catch that one. Kent State's Western Michigan next up. Western Michigan at home minus seven. Uh, Kent's losses this year to Texas A&M, Iowa, and Maryland. 
they've played a ridiculously difficult schedule. I don't see why they're getting a touchdown in this game. Western Michigan, yeah, they're four and two, but but they haven't really done anything that's really impressed me yet. They got blown out by Ball State last week. They did have a win. I guess I shouldn't say nothing to impress me. They did beat Pittsburgh 44-41 in a in a shootout. But that other than that, you know, their blowout loss last week, the fact that Kent's played a much better schedule and Kent is getting a full seven points puts me on the golden flashes plus seven for for 25. Definitely not a game. I'm all, we need our Mac expert, uh, Maximus Prime, in here to talk <laughs> some Mac football. But uh, this wasn't a game I was on for you – know, I'm looking at the so-called tougher schedule that Zebra's talking about, but it doesn't do you a lot of favor to play a tougher schedule and then lose those games, losing by 21 to Maryland, losing by 23 to Iowa – uh, Western Michigan looks like they're the play. I'm just going to lean. Uh, I believe they're also the Broncos. All right. There you go. I will lean Kent State with you, man. Oh, it's close. Close. That's a lean for me on Kent State. I have it like eight, eight-ish in that range. So almost there, not quite. All right. You've got one more, I think, here. Let's see here. I don't know if I could type. Western Kentucky, Old Dominion. On the road, minus 12. I'm playing a total in this oh, okay, one. I believe good. it's 67. 67 now. 67. I'm going to play Western Kentucky. I'm just going to tell you right now, I'll play them over the total until they prove me wrong. It's 5-0 and to the over this year with their games having scored 80, 73, 64, 79, 98. I just hope Old Dominion can put up a few points, which obviously it looks like Western Kentucky can give up points. Western Kentucky's offense is good. I wouldn't be surprised if they get into the 50s in this game, which only means I need 17 from Old Dominion. I'm actually doubling up on this one. Give me Western Kentucky over 67 for $50. Oh, boy, howdy. This dude is insane. Um, yeah, I, look, I definitely like Western Kentucky for the win. And if that line is any indication, then your overplay is a virtual lock. But I don't, I don't understand that line. I think the line should be significantly higher. I think the Hilltoppers beat the snot out of Old Dominion. Uh, so I, I'm a little theory about that line. But uh, I'll give you moral support, but not a game that I was on. Hmm. I'm going to be on the opposite side. 12 and a half. I think Old Dominion can keep it within the 12 and a half. I, when I looked at this and, and, and ran some numbers, this looked like an ugly game. I don't know if it's going to go over. But I do think uh, Old Dominion can keep it within 12 and a half, 50 bucks. I would love to see you win that game because if this game stays within that number, it's flying over that total easily. You think so? You think that's the. Yeah, the, uh, if, if Old Dominion covers, it's going to be because they score a lot. I completely agree. All right. Around to my list. Some real, some real barn burners. Tulsa playing South Florida. USF at home is catching eight and a half. And I love that number. I think they can keep it within eight and a half. No problem. 50 bucks on the South Florida Bulls. You know, South Florida hasn't been a whole lot to, to hoot and holler about this year. Tulsa's been better, but not as good as we've seen over the last couple of years. They're definitely right to be favored here. Maybe a little expensive, but maybe a money line situation on Tulsa. I'll give you moral support. I'll be that you know, loyal friend and, and loyal D-Gen, <laughs> even though you just trolled the hell out of me to start this show. But uh, I'll give you some moral support. 
I, I'm with you on that. I, 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 I like that. I'll lean that way. The one thing that caught my eye on this game is Tulsa is five and one to the over this year by negative half a point. They've had five of their six games go over, but when you look at their totals against the game totals against the, the, the over under totals, they've averaged negative a half. That's like almost impossible. Wow. What's the takeaway from that? I don't know. And that's why I'm not playing it. The one loss was a blowout. Yeah. Could be. I, I, I like your play on that. I'll give you, I'll, I'll lean, I'll lean there with you. I was going to play Iowa at Buffalo when it was nine. It's seven and a half now. So I know I was on the right side with the nine, seven and a half is too many. I'm still going to lean Ohio in that one, but I'm skipping that game entirely. Moving on. Yeah. Auburn, Arkansas. That's some razor sharp money. Look at that. Auburn, Arkansas. uh, It is five and a half. uh, Auburn is plus five and a half. I should say. I think they can keep this one close. I'm going to lay 50 bucks on Auburn in this ugly, ugly game. Yeah, I think this is probably closer to an even matchup. Auburn hasn't looked the same since that loss up at Penn State. And Arkansas has gotten, well, they got that low, large dose of reality when they went and took on Georgia. And, you know, they played a hell of a game last week, going for two-point conversion, didn't get it. Uh, Sam Pitt, Sam Pittman has this team. I mean, I love what I'm seeing out of this Razorback team. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to lean Auburn because of these points. I think Arkansas does win at home, yeah, but I yeah. think you're going to cover. It's probably a three-point game. You're getting a sharp number. Um, you know, it opened at three and a half. It's up to five and a half. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a sharp play. I don't know if it's a winning play, but it's definitely a sharp play by getting the best number. Well, thank you, Zebra. Uh, moving on, Florida is going to LSU. LSU at home plus 11 and a half. I got to do it. I'm taking the LSU Tigers, the, the behemoth three and three LSU Tigers to cover this one. 50 bucks. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to think of this. When Florida went down and lost to Kentucky, it just left me scratching my head on who this team was. I, you know, it was a team that went toe to toe with Alabama. Maybe I'm just not giving the Wildcats enough love, but this Florida team just leaves me scratching my head on what their real identity is and i'm really since joe burrow left i've not been a fan of what's going on down baton rouge so it's a no play for me i'll probably take lsu because of the points but i i just don't know who these two teams are if if you'd been in a coma for say three years and you woke up and i told you florida was playing lsu and kentucky was playing georgia which game do you think would be on CBS at 3.30 and which one on ESPN at noon? <laughs> Obviously not the way it is. Florida LSU on ESPN at noon, that tells me they're both awful. So I, I would lean the home team in this. I'm with you. Take all those points because I don't think either team's any good. I don't think so either. All right. I, I, I can't avoid it. I can never get away from these monster, to- uh, monster spreads. Liberty's playing ULM. Uh, Liberty is coming in minus 32 and a half and i just think i think ulm can keep it within 33 and a half this is what i'm getting so give me ulm at home plus a monster line 50 bucks 
Well, I think the idea that this is going to be a competitive game, we can just toss right out oh, the yeah. window. The Warhawks, I, I think the Warhawks might be pretty good competition for the Jayhawks. That's about <laughs> where they are. This is, this is a really bad team, and they're going to get crushed. I, I, it, the question becomes, when does Liberty call off the dogs, right? Is, is there going to be a run rule? Are we going to you know, throw in the flag? What, what's the deal here? Liberty's going to crush them. Is there going to be a backdoor cover? I could see Liberty being up 35 close to halftime. But it's that whole backdoor cover thing. The Warhawks are really awful. I'm going to lean Liberty because Louisiana Monroe is just really that bad. They must be terrible because this line makes no sense. Liberty has not beaten anyone by 30 or more except for the Campbell Camels earlier this year. And I didn't even know they played football. I I don't get this line. I do I don't know if there's an injury. You're giving the home team 32 points. I know Liberty's 5-1 and one against the spread, but maybe that's why this number's so inflated is Vegas wants to get some people on that and, and, and take their money. But I got to lean ULM with you. I don't know why other than the fact that Liberty just doesn't blow people out that bad. They don't. All right, next up for me, Vanderbilt is playing South Carolina, and I'm done drinking the South Carolina Kool-Aid. They are not looking good. Vanderbilt sucks. No, no bones about it. But so does South Carolina. 18 and a half is too many points against South Carolina and anybody not named Kansas. Give me Vanderbilt plus 18 and a half, 50 bucks. I don't know how this is a bettable game for anybody. This is this is almost as bad as my hypothetical Monroe, Warhawks, and Kansas, these two teams, it's embarrassing during the SEC. This is not awful football. It should be at 8 a.m. when nobody's watching. I'll take the points with you, but not a bet. This will just be a lean. Well, there is going to be nobody watching this game because it's the middle game of an SEC Network triple header. At 4 o'clock, well, guess what? At 3.30 on CBS is Kentucky and Georgia. So anybody that's associated with the SEC that doesn't have a diploma from one of these schools or a son on the roster will not be watching it. So I don't know what to do with it other than say good luck. Thank you very much. Miami's going to North Carolina. Uh, Miami is coming in plus seven and a half, and I'll, I'll do it. I know uh, Mr. Uh, Sex Panther is trying to talk me out of this one pre-show. I'll do it. 50 bucks on the Miami Hurricanes. I wasn't trying to talk you out of it. I was just letting you know. Miami is missing their starting quarterback, De'Ara King, for the rest of the season. And he really has been their entire offense. I don't – I'm not – don't like North Carolina. Whatever the hype was about the Tar Heels coming into the season, it faded immediately after week one. But I think the Tar Heels have enough to take care of the Hurricanes, particularly at home in Chapel Hill. So I, I'm going to have to fade you here and lean North Carolina. Uh, this will tab this one as the disappointment bowl because both teams <laughs> are completely disappointed this year. So I have no idea what to do with it except say – for your sake, Arch, go Canes. There we go. All right, my last game, UCF is playing Cincinnati. And again, this is another one of my my kryptonites here is massive point spreads. I think UCF can keep it within 22 points to Cincinnati. I know Cincinnati is pretty damn good. But uh, yeah, I'm just going to do it. Fuck it. 50 bucks, UCF. Let's go. Uh, here's the thing. Look, Cincinnati's really good on offense. Cincinnati's really, really good on defense. Uh, but Central Florida is not a bad team. They're maybe not as good as they've been in the past, 
this year, but they're not a bad team. Typically, I would say 22 and a half. I would agree with you. But Luke Fickle and this Bearcat team is basically in a pickle. Zebra touched on it pre-show. They're in a situation where they pretty much have to run up the score. They can't call off the dogs. They got to play four full quarters. And I think that, uh, you know, for them to impress the powers that be, they're going to have to blow out these nights. So I will uh, lean the Bearcats minus the points, but it's a really too close to call for me. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean that way also just for the simple fact that I think Cincinnati does need to run up the score on people. They're going to have to win with, with point differential because their schedule just does not allow them to get into the national title picture by just running the table. They're going to have to blow people out. I don't believe UCF's getting, getting their quarterback back. I think Dylan Gabriel is still out, so they're on a backup quarterback. I, I lean Cincinnati in this one. I think this one could get ugly. Another sexy maxi comment. Missed the first half of the show, so I'm sure I missed it. But Alabama, first half, minus 10.5. This is one of the only college football bets I make on a weekly basis because Alabama has good first halves unless they're going to lose the game. There's logic behind that. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to be pissed I just, off. I just don't like Good. They're going to be pissed off, but it's going to be on the road. And that's, the, that's been the kryptonite for the Crimson Tide. They've played on the road twice, and they've played two shitty games. So... Uh, we'll see. I don't know that I'd be touching a first half player. All right. We got to cry for help. Guys, can y'all help me out, please? Uh, James here has thrown a couple games our way, and he wants to know what we think. So let's go through it real quick. Rapid fire, boys. Fresno State minus three versus Wyoming. Do you have a thought, Zebra? Fresno State. I love Fresno State's quarterback. I, I don't like laying points on the road. I don't know what Fresno could do. You don't know what the way it could snow in Wyoming on that day. I, oh, I mean, if I had to make a play, I'm back in Fresno when they're quarterback and I'm, I'm laying those three and a half and, and hoping that, you know, he puts up a monster game. I, I would lean Fresno state. Panther. I 80 lots of, because of snow. Um, you know, every time I hear Wyoming, I keep thinking Joe Tiller is the coach. That's how old I am. Uh, Fresno State is the better team. The fact that it's only three points gives me a little pause, but uh, I do would lean the Bulldogs here. I would stay off this game entirely. This is a scary, scary line. Uh, looking at my spreadsheet, it is a three-and-a-half-point game. I, I can't tell you which way it's going to go. Avoid that game. That's a good, good, good advice. UTEP plus seven versus Louisiana Tech. Ooh, I don't know much about either one of these. I, 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 I can't give you an opinion on this one. I hate to say it. All right, Panther, you got yeah, a thought? I, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure UTEP isn't very good. I haven't really kept up with either one of these teams. I'm pulling it up now. It's got Louisiana Tech. They've lost three, but they put up some points. And they lost to NC State their last time out. UTEP has actually put together – what, four out of five, they've won. I, I probably lean UTEP plus the points, but the level of competition is probably a step up with Louisiana Tech. Yeah, I would lean UTEP too with the points, but if I wanted to bet it, I would have talked about it. <laughs> so, so. Louisiana Tech has had a week to prepare. Mm. They are in first place. We, even with their two and three record, they're in first place in the Conference USA West. So they're playing it. They got something to play for here. Uh, again, a road favorite's not my favorite thing to do. All right. Uh, no, no play. Stay away. Right. Stay away. Right. So we're looking at uh, what was the next one? TCU versus Oklahoma. Is that right? 
Yep, uh, it's uh, 13.5. Oklahoma's laying 13.5 at home. Well, I don't know if the scaffolding's big enough right now for people to see who's going to be Oklahoma's quarterback. Supposedly, <laughs> they some student newspaper guy got up and saw that 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 uh, the kid that, that finished the game last week uh, had sixty percent, seventy percent of the snaps with the first team. But Oklahoma won't tell us. They they've closed their media. There's there's it's stinking to high heaven in Oklahoma. Um, if I knew for a fact who the quarterback was going to be, and I and I knew it was not going to be Spencer Rattler, I'd take Oklahoma. But I don't know that, so I oh. game time decision. And if you can get live wagering, if you see Rattler on the sidelines, jump all over the Sooners. <laughs> uh, this was a game I was really really tempted to bet. I Oklahoma has got to be one of the luckiest teams uh, of all of 2021. They probably should have three losses right now. TCU has abandoned their old days of uh, actually playing good Horn Frog defense, and now they think they can just throw the ball over the field. Put up 52 last week against Texas Tech. I, I think uh, that they can keep this closer than the 13 and a half. I'm leaning TCU, but you really just don't know what you're going to get out of the Sooners. That's the problem right there. Yeah, uh, it's a big question mark on Oklahoma. I think you're right. I think TCU plus the points is the right play. I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. I, I would lean TCU. The total's very interesting at 64. 64. That kind of catches my eye. And again, it's it's a matter of who's quarterback. And I was very, very impressed with Caleb Williams last week. If I see him under center against that TCU defense, Oklahoma's going to be the Oklahoma of old and put up points. And TCU likes to score this year. I'd, I'd take a close eye, and as soon as you know who the quarterback is, if it's if it's Williams, I'd get on the over. Saxy Maxi says Oklahoma's going to cover the 14, I think, but I'm an idiot. They're one of those teams that find ways to cover for dumb reasons. It's what Panther said. They seem to luck into these wins. No, they're going to they're, they're gonna lose a game. It's going to be like to Kansas. Like, oh, just, shut up. Like, don't, say, don't jinx us. I'm just, I'm just saying. This is one of those things, man. Oklahoma, they're gonna, they're gonna win these games, and then they're gonna, they're gonna lose to somebody that's supposed to beat by forty. Last question from James is uh, UCLA plus, plus three against Washington Zebra. Oh, that number is probably spot on. Um, I've got that thing down to one and a half for Washington on on what I'm looking at. Mm. Um, it opened at one. You're saying it's up to three for Washington? Well, that's what he said. No, you're right. It's one and a half now. One and a half. I, oh, I, I, I like Washington in that. I, I, I got to go with the home team in, in a situation like that. I know Vegas is probably trying to tell you UCLA is the better team and they're giving Washington a little bit of home, home field advantage. I think Washington circles the wagons. I know they're two and three, but I they've got a week to prepare for this thing. I'm I'm leaning Washington in that game. This was a game that I looked at, and the line, the three point line, scared me to high heavens. Like to me, it was a UCLA no brainer. I it was a money line play, and I'm actually kind of relieved to see this moving UCLA's way, but. Washington has only scored over 24 points one time, and that was against Arkansas State. Other than that, they've lost to Oregon State. We know how bad they got beat by the team up in Ann Arbor and opened the season with that humiliating loss to Montana. 
I don't like this Washington team at all. I don't know why they were even favored. I like UCLA, but it was the line that scared me off of it. Man, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to lean Washington in this one, I guess. I, I don't have a strong opinion on this. James, you have like some kind of sixth sense for picking these games that are, these spreads are incredibly close. You got, you got, you got the touch, man. All right. That's all the comments we got. Zebra, any thoughts for college football week seven? You know, the, the slate was a little bit weak this, this week. Uh, it, there weren't a lot of marquee games for us to go after. So we had to do some digging. I'm hoping the trends, uh, the teams that, that are, have performed well against the spread continue to perform well against the spread. It seemed to work a little bit last week for me. Totals, not so much, but but sides, yes. I hope that continues, and if it does, I found the way I'm going to play the rest of the season. Panther, take us home. I'll take you home. I'm going to slap together a Panther parlay. We'll see if I even get some moral support from you clowns. But uh, I do like Georgia to cover. I do like Pittsburgh to cover. And I'm loving BYU plus those points to put those three together. And that'll be your Panther Parlay. We're hanging around on the website. We're on the app. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. That's where you guys can call us out by name. Give us a shout. We'll shout right back. Pretty good live show. Enjoyed it. And uh, you guys, let us know what you did last week, what you're going to do this week. And let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.